Welcome to the Gold Big Redcast, the Husker Fan Sports Show. Welcome to the Go Big Redcast, Match Rule Edition. I'm your host, Honky. I'm with Mac. How you doing, buddy? Good, man. How you doing? Well, I'm doing great. We, uh, we're we coming off two straight wins, so that's yeah. always a great start. 500. 500? Yeah. Took us a while. That's <laughs> a long while. I had to go through a lot of coaches to get to 500. <laughs> so, hey, I, I just want to jump out of the gate and apologize for any dogs who might have set off with that doorbell sound. I, I apologize. You know, <laughs> Some some things are easily triggered, I guess. Yeah, the uh, we got a, a comment in the last show that uh, the the doorbell. I never thought about this honestly. It was something that never even uh, yeah, was I, on my imagination that that was something that could be an issue. And I still would like that. Now that he said that, I would actually like to maybe mute that. But uh, that will take a little time. I just assume to get to people it. listen in their car or on the headphones. You know yeah. that would. But cool if you're pumping it through your radio, pump it through your radio. Ah, evening, Anthony Hayek. All right, man. yeah, get the oh, uh, get the messages in already. Tough. We want to be very interactive. That's one thing about Matt's rule. We want to be very interactive Let's with interact. the, with everyone that's part of this. So uh, be part of the conversation. Uh, we'll put up your uh, comments and uh, we'll kind of go from there. But before we get started, uh, we do want to say like, subscribe, leave a comment below. If this is the kind of content you want, it helps us out a lot. Yeah. To you know, smash that like button and and subscribe. You know, getting notifications like of future follow, shows, all that good stuff. Says, you know, yeah, same you know same stuff that everyone says. All right, new to your animals. Absolutely, yeah. It's Michigan Week, boys. Let's go, yeah, Joe yeah. Lang. Absolutely, it is Michigan Week, yeah. Matt. Number two team in the country is coming in here, and we stand we stand absolutely no chance. I don't even know why we're showing up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is why games don't need to be played. Yeah, right? I mean, it's it, already played on paper. It's it's over. It's a hundred percent. It's just how much are we going to bleed? It's really, it's really anybody's question. If the game was played on social media, that's exactly oh, what it would God. be. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, there's a yeah. chance. I mean, There's a chance when a team can be a top five or top ten rushing offense and a top one rushing defense that sounds playing good. at home. I think that's always a good start. Yeah. And and we'll see what it, this is. This is the game that we need to play. I said it a week ago yeah. before La Tech. I was like, we've got to beat La Tech, get that out of the way. But once you get to this week, we need to play a team like Michigan. Yeah. And for sure, Michigan's the best team obviously that we're going to play yeah but it's not like we were playing all scrubs beforehand i know we lost to two of the better teams but but we've seen some some hard like hard running offenses and some wide open offenses yeah we've got a chance to tackle all of them and we've the defense has risen to the occasion and all that so i expect that stuff to travel to this game too i, I mean i really do i haven't seen any real letdown on the defense so far but Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, there's more than just one side of the ball there to play. So, yeah. Well, that defense has stacked four straight games together now. Yep. In in terms of the rushing defense, we're number one in the country in rush defense, yep. and we've stacked four games in a row where we've held a team under sixty yards. That's crazy. You know, we're averaging I think it's like forty six point two five yards a game rushing. That's amazing. Yeah. That's a great place to start. And I realize, I I understand as I'm saying this, and some people are going to be rolling their eyes watching it that this is a different beast playing Michigan versus the other teams that we played. But it's still an important thing. It's progress that we did what we did to those four teams. Yeah. You know, we, we're coming off a year where we lost to Georgia Southern last year where they came in and put up 40-some points on us. That was bad. It was bad. And, uh, and look, there's areas that have to be improved. There's no doubt about that. Yep. 
But uh, we're going to touch on some plays here. We'll do a little bit of film study stuff. We're yeah. also going to start off with some tweets of the week, a little similar to uh, Redcast style. But these okay. are a little different tweets, a little more. Sometimes, you know, in Redcast, we get into bigger conversations. Some of these are just positive, yeah. fun ones. So, actually, I, I want to start with this one. This is from Adam Carricker. And uh, he goes, you know, we obviously need to keep getting better. But if you're someone like me who wants Nebraska to play physical football again, running the ball, stopping the run, then we're currently the we're currently the sixth best rushing offense in the country, second best in rush defense in the country, and that depends on who you even look at. Uh, NCA.com has this number one rushing defense because number one is James Madison, and they played like an FCS team. So when you remove uh, that, when it's all FBS, we're number one. Nice. And that number six rushing offense, more important, it, we're the number one rushing offense right now in the Big Ten. Yeah. Okay, so these are things that. Mac, I mean, you can't build off that. <laughs> that's, not, that's not something that's, to, to give you a little bit of hope, it, a, a glimmer of hope coming in this weekend. You know, when you do say it that way, it's like, well, there's got to be some good things going on if if we're leading in anything other than turnovers. And like, ha ha ha, good joke. But <laughs> you know, like, but reasons to be excited if you can curb those turnovers down. We we, we have shown some ability to run the ball. We, you know, we've totally. I kind of think converted how this offense is going to look into this year. We'll get into that a little bit later, but I love, I love the physicality. I love how we're running. I love how our wide receivers are blocking. I love all that stuff. So we just need to get a little, little tighter in the past games, a little tighter on that. Yeah. Anthony Hayek says, if we've learned anything from the last several off seasons, I do actually wish the games were played on social media. Yeah. There is something about that. where the off season champs. We would dominate those. Dorothy uh, Sorensen rough says listening from Broomfield, Colorado. Nice. Thank you very much, uh, Dorothy. Boy, rough weekend for Colorado fans, at both in pros and, and in yeah. college there. Yeah. Uh, if you're a, a Buffalo fan. Uh, points against. Yeah, it was, boy, it was really rough, wasn't it, Mac, yeah. to see uh, Colorado Broke, struggle? Broke my heart. <laughs> Broke your heart yeah. to see. Uh, it was like, those damn kids, I felt so bad for them <laughs> out there. They're diamond-crusted watches, just watching. <laughs> Walking all over the Oregon yeah. O and, and kicking yeah. it up with their, their cleats. No and then the Broncos coming back afterwards. Eeks. That, yeah, was, yeah. that yeah. was a rough weekend you out there. You never see that score in the pros. No, that is that is odd. The other tweet of the week here, this one kind of warms my heart. Uh, this is uh, Elizabeth Harbour, uh, mm -hmm. so Heinrich's mom. Ah. Yes. And uh, she, she uh, at Jeff Sims on this, and she goes, Je Jeff Sims is an absolute class act and leader, and it's a there was a video that the BTN Nebraska BTN mm. account posted of him giving Harbor a hug before the game, and this is something again it gets lost in all the yeah. the social media chatter and everything. These guys are teammates. These guys are you know they yeah. they're rooting for each other. They want their shot too. Sure. But I love seeing that kind of teamwork, that kind yep. of sideline behavior. Uh, that they've got each other's back. Harburg went down for a play yeah. with his helmet off, and Sims has to come on the field. I yep. mean, we've said this all along. We're going to need both of these guys. Oh, so it's, yeah. to me, it's not an argument or some kind of big controversy at quarterback. We, we're going to need these two guys, especially yeah. the way that we're running. Yeah, Sims' sideline demeanor has been excellent. He's you can, Every time they show the camera on him, he's involved in what's going on, the play calling, talking to, to uh, Henrik and Heinrich. I can't think Heineken, Heinrich. And then, well, I was having a hard time just saying Harburg yeah. the other the other week. Yeah. I just kept screwing but that up. He's, it, Jeff's really kind of living up to that single digit in, in terms of the leadership and and just being a good teammate over there. So I'm I'm happy to see that, and it it's it's a matter of when that he gets back out on the field, regardless of you mm -hmm. know like who starts what. It's it, it, he's going to play. You know, Purdy, yeah. Purdy's already played in two games, so yeah, Sims is definitely going to get in there. Yeah, Patrick says we need more than the quarterback for most of our rushing yards. Now in this last week, so. Grant. You know, stepped up to there. He had yeah. he had a bell cow's, you know, worth of yards there and, and and rushing attempts. Uh, they were both right around twenty. 
the thing about Harburg, and I, I don't want to sound like I'm being hypocritical from everything I've said all offseason. Okay. The, the idea that our quarterback is getting upper teens to around 20 carries a game, is it disturbing? If Yes, if they were getting 20 called runs a game. Yeah. That's not what's happening right now. The, yeah. You look at these options, and I've had so many responses um, to the film session that I did yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so many responses that it's not a true option because we're not pitching the ball. I, I challenge you to go back and watch almost every option that they did, at least this last week. And I didn't go mm-hmm. through every Northern Illinois one, mm-hmm. but against La Tech, the only option that I think he should have pitched was the one that he cut up and went for 72 yards. Yeah. That's the only one. Yeah. He's making the right reads, but the, that's the He might the have thing. had one more er- that if he would have pitched early, there was a chance the, cor- the, the running back mm-hmm. would have got the edge. But but for the most part, that's he, how he played it how La Tech made him play. He's taking what yeah. the defense is giving, mm-hmm. which is actually what the option's all about. And your first option is not to pitch. Right. Your first option, ideally, if that ball doesn't have to get thrown in the air, you've thrown out a lot of opportunities for fumbles and yeah. everything. Yep. But it's what it's what the defense does, and I guarantee you, Michigan. If you go back to what we said a couple of weeks ago before the Colorado game, mm-hmm. we were like, "Be physical with Travis Hunter. Be physical. Hit him every play." Yep. And we did it. If I'm Michigan right now, I'd say, "Be physical with Harbor. Oh, yeah. Hit him. Force that ball yep. into the air. Yep. Force him to make that pitch." So that's the next part of the option. Mm-hmm. But I'm not ready to sit here and go that Michigan's going to shut down this offense. If we're running effective option, if they go and hit Harbor, and he's a big guy, he's going to yeah. be able to take some hits. And if he can successfully pitch that ball off, Michigan's going to run into a numbers issue too. <coughs> We're going to have some successful option runs against these guys, I think, if if we can be clean with the ball. Well, you know, that's that's catch the ball clean, good yeah. good pitch. I mean, that's that's the tough part of this here. Mm-hmm. But look, do I just think Harburg's going to cut up and go clean like he's been doing the last two games? No, Michigan's not going to let him do that. But then is Michigan going to be in position to, to to catch that guy who's catching the ball and? That's the thing. That's where it goes back to, do I love the fact that our quarterbacks have 20 carries a game? Probably not, no. But when he's when he's reading the defense and he's cutting it up and making the right cuts, then that's how you're going yeah. you're gonna to get your, your numbers up from that. Right. But it's not 20 called runs. There is a difference. It'll be the next evolution of the offense if the, if the pitch really <laughs> starts becoming a part of the, of the option game. Hmm. And I think Hart, Heinrich has done a really good job of now putting on a film that He's a guy you can't just let run. You know, if he breaks into the second level, he might just go. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're not always going to call holding on us for those plays. No. And if you look at our wide receivers, and I know there's plenty of comments about how we don't have separation. And again, that's really hard for me to judge. I guess I'm just taking everybody's word for it on that. It's just hard when you go on TV. It's just not always easy to say. But they're all blocking like sons of bitches. Like all yeah. the wide receivers are out there downfield driving on, guys on passes. Yep. On, even like when uh, Fedoni catches that pass across the middle, mm-hmm. when they bring six, yep, they bring six. Our, our O line gives Harburg enough time to get rid of the ball fast, right. but, which is on a blitz. And then downfield, every play downfield, there are blockers. Yep, it yeah. it is insane. Thirty yards down the field, run plays, pass plays. That that's a something to build off. Of. Yeah. We're a good running offense right yep. now, six in the country, number one in the Big Ten. We have receivers that are blocking. Like, I mean, this is old school blocking downfield, and we can stop the run pretty effectively. All I'm getting at is that's a good starting yeah. place. There are plenty of holes that we can pick in this team. I, sure. I think special teams has been up and down kind of throughout the season, and, and we can't be missing, you know, 30 yard field goals and all those things. You got to take points everywhere you're going to get them if you're going to have a chance against a team like Michigan. But, but come on, there is something to, to build a base off of. Yeah. And, you can kind of see it evolving before our eyes. I, I, I just think 
at the beginning of the year to what we're kind of growing into to first off, I like, I mm-hmm. like how the offense is evolving. Obviously the, the passing game needs to, to take a step forward, but you know, it, I rewatched the game and I was kind of counting how many attempts did Harburg have around 17, 18. Yeah. I think he might've had one of the guys, either him or Grant had 20 and the other one had like 19. So I mean, basically, I mean, I'm sorry. I shouldn't think I'm an attempt passing. Oh, attempts passing. I, well, regardless, that up there. his his completion percentage wasn't great, but I counted two drops for sure that were in their hands. Washington had one, and then uh, Emmett Johnson had one. Now, he got hit right afterwards, but he could have mm-hmm. caught the ball. And then he threw the ball away at least three times, like just like rolled out a little bit, didn't see anything, just chucked it downfield, and he or threw it at somebody's feet. Um, yeah, Harburg was 8 of 17, 170 yards, 17. one touchdown, zero interceptions. Should be noted, he's had. Eight of seventeen. He's thrown four touchdowns total. Yeah, zero interceptions. So eight of seventeen. I say there were two drops. That'd be ten of seventeen. And I'm saying he threw it away, basically either because of coverage or maybe it was a lot of them were rollout plays that he just got rid of because it just didn't work. And that's fine, you know. Yeah. Like I mean, that does hurt your completion percentage, but it still manages the ball and allows us to at least flip the give it a chance to flip the field and punt the ball and let the defense eat and. Right now, that's how we're going to have to get by with that. But I don't think it's as simple as like he's not he's not very good at pass. I don't think he's a bad passer. Now, our downfield passing, I also I think that's a lot of that is a function of how much time he's the, the best passes that we've had at, at, to this point throughout the season have come off of play action. Yep. Now, when talking about option, think about what the mm-hmm. option can do for play action or even the old school option pass. I love that. We haven't seen that, I don't think, since maybe – Zach Lee ran it against Kansas like in 2008. Well, and, and it's something that could be out there. And look, you know, here we, on the team. Well, we got a, uh, what was it? Uh, Dion Pryor said, uh, don't help Michigan with ideas. And I think he was talking about defensively hitting Harbor. Oh. Look, the defense, they're going to know Michigan's going to know how to defend the, the option. And they're going to know what to do. You want, you're going to want to hit Harbor. You just yeah. flat out are, but you know what? I'm not, I'm not worried about Harbor number one, getting hit in an option. Yeah. He's a big dude. He, mm-hmm. He'll handle that. And he's going to deliver a blow too. But if he's not running it, then the pitch goes out to Grant. And if Grant's running it, that's a dangerous runner outside sure. too. There are times in some of the options that we were going through on, on the film where had the guy come up and taken uh, Harburg and Harburg makes the pitch, there would have been nobody oh, out yeah, there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it had been a touchdown down yeah, the sideline too. That's sure. the beauty of the option. So I'm really excited to see Michigan have to defend something that they're never – they're probably not going to have to defend again all season and haven't had to up to this point. Yeah, that's – they haven't seen it, and we're going to hit them too. Yeah, like, we've so got right here, right here, guys. forgery Weldman. Michigan's going to load the box and force Harburg to, to throw to beat them. Can he do it? I can't tell you loading the box against the option – is such a here? I, you know, I almost even want to kind of go. Eh, I've got a video I'll show okay. in a little bit. You don't run the option into the box. Yeah. Put eight dudes in the middle of the field, and then you crack block, and you have tight ends on the outside, and keep them contain them in the in the middle of the field, yeah. and run it outside. Yeah. You're just and when they start to, in the middle, and when they start to spread it out, then you hit them up the gut. Yeah. We haven't seen a fullback dive this whole season yet. You huh. don't think that's part of this? I mean, it was yeah. the first play of the spring game, right? There, there's going to be a part where you start to get into. The, the actual scheming of mm-hmm. they're, they're spreading out. You hit them in the middle. They start clogging in the middle with, within the box. Option them outside. Yep. Absolutely. I want them in the box if you're going to run option. That's not where you run option. And you can you can condense the box. Yeah. 
Here, I but wanna... what about throwing against if, if they're loading the box? <clears throat> well, if you're throwing against it, I, I'd be real careful about you know doing a bunch of pocket stuff. If they're all in the box and that's where they're they're pressuring from, you'd probably want to try to roll from that. Uh, yeah, I think for the passing game to work, probably this week, the running game's really got to be online pretty early. You know, by to some extent, you know, to get that sure. play action working, we're gonna have to first and second downs. Matt Rule said today we have to appreciate a two and three yard run. We've said that. We've said that all along to begin with, yeah. and we definitely have to in this game. We have to get into second and seven. Yeah. We have to get into third and four and third and three. If we're in third and long, that's going to be a problem no matter what. And it's okay to grind this clock, too. You know, grind the there's clock. no reason to rush and try. You know, we ain't going to score a bunch of points anyway. I don't care how well the offense is clicking. It just doesn't look like that. However, we've had some big plays running the ball. You know, like yeah. there's some big plays that have been left out on the field because of Horse shit holding calls, in my opinion, but but their effort blocks. It's not like that crazy block behind the back or anything like that. And it's showing you that when some of the hard guys get loose, the quarterback and the running back mm -hmm. right now, they can take it. Well, let's let's see. Uh, let's go through a couple of plays okay. here. And this one here, this is the what we call. I'm going to put this on loop. Uh, so it's out of the shotgun, mm -hmm. and we'll try to be as descriptive as we can for the people listening to sure. the show tomorrow and the day <laughs> after that. But we're out of the shotgun here. And we are pulling the right guard, and on the right side in the backfield is a tight end, Borkisher, and we're pulling both of those. We're pulling the right guard and the right tight end. The right guard kicks out the defensive end. The right tight end curls around. He he pulls around, and he leads up. And then we have a receiver on the left side who mm -hmm. crack blocks and doesn't get a good crack block. No. Okay, and Grant kind of cuts off. But look at what this does to the defense. You're seeing guys pull from right to left. And you're seeing a receiver coming from left to right. There's basically a cross going on there. And then you've got the running back coming out behind that. And he has one guy here to miss. Makes that yeah. one guy miss. He goes on for about That's eight a yards. Great job by Borkature, too. Curling in and sealing that one. He comes around. It's a really well-coordinated blocking, actually. And look at and look at Turner, Turner Corcoran, by the way. The left tackle. Turner yep. Corcoran, who's been absolutely beat up in, in every – you know, every mm -hmm. PFF grade and his pass blocking grade is what it is. Zero point zero. But you watch him in a play like this here, left tackle blocking down. And he takes that dude out of the mm -hmm. way. We, we pull the, the guard. We kick out that D end. We, we crack block with the right receiver and the running back up the gut, up the gut there. And we get eight yards. Grant does an excellent job too of pressing the line of scrimmage and making those, making those looks like linebackers commit and getting the lineman in front of them. He really like watch him run up there. These two guys coming down. He stakes inside and that, that make them commit and allows Borkacher to get around on him. And then does an excellent job of making that guy miss. This is the kind of run where the ball comes out really towards the end. Like when he's doing that one-handed drill, he did a good job of keeping that high and tight while that was happening too. So I like I like a lot of what we see on this play. A lot of what we see on this play. The idea here. That that block that Corcoran gives mm -hmm. is really the whole start of that. I mean, he has sure. to he, he has to seal out. that off right there, and that's him at his strength. Yep. We've got another example here. We're going to show Harburg scramble. Yep. And this is an example of of uh, of Corcoran not at his strength. So mm -hmm. left tackle, you watch him here. This is one on one uh, blocking there. They do a little stunt. Yeah. He got, doesn't he pick it up well. Not at all. But look at Harburg here. Whoop juke move keeps his eyes downfield. Turner does come back and steal that guy out, so he's not a problem. But look at him. Look at Harbor keeping his eyes downfield. Flicks it out there. 
hits Billy in the face mask and allows him to go to work. A really nice job of Billy making a couple guys miss here and just running hard. And even down there, we they didn't really engage in any blocks, but look at the wide receivers looking to turn around and engage in somebody. Mm-hmm. Just the, the timing of that didn't work out so well, but Harburg, see, and you know, getting pressure from right up the middle, that's tough to do. So for him to throw this little move on here, you know, people talk about his mobility. He's more of a straight line guy, and he's definitely fast that way, but he's got a little shape to him. And I just like the way he kept his head down looking downfield and I found a guy to convert. This was a third and 14, mm-hmm. you know, that this is that, I believe that first drive. And he, this was an excellent play. And Billy Kemp just showing some grit and toughness and kind of no nonsense, get up field right away. So there's place. Harvick's impressing me a lot. Like his mm-hmm. decision-making back there, his cool, calm demeanor back there. He seems to have a presence to him. And I say all that not to, I'm not denigrating or downgrading a Sims at all. I'm just impressed by Harburg being able to do this at such yeah. a young point in his career. And it does seem like the team's responding to him uh, to some extent. I mean, I know we're not playing the same level of talent the last two weeks that we've won, but I'm also not seeing the same kind of mistakes the, these last two weeks that were happening before. And the mistakes make no, make no mistake. The mistakes that we had those first two weeks had nothing to do with the teams we were playing for the most part. It was a lot of them oh, self-inflicted. Sure. So to me, that doesn't really hold as much water. You could say crowd noise and all this other stuff, but that's that's weak sauce to me for giving excuses. Well, Dion asks here, can we trust Harbert to uh, to pitch well in the option? Don't fair, know. Fair question. <laughs> well, we're going to find out, Don't and know. we're going we're going to find out in real time. Two weeks ago, the question would be, could we trust Harburg to run the op- yeah. run the offense? We didn't right. know what that offense was going to look like. We didn't know it was going to be as option heavy as it has become. It was we ran some option against Colorado. We ran some option against Minnesota, but it's become a whole different ball game now these last two games. And the big thing is, is that when we talk about we don't have receivers to take the top off the defense or or we don't have this big play offense. Well, we kind of it's only a game game and a half of of uh stats on this but the big plays have come out of that option yeah, yeah that's where have. that's where it's been and i do think that there can be some passing game that can come off of this oh, play action sure there can be so for sure there can be you know but you like that's why you were saying um about embrace the option the coaching staff needs to lean into it a little bit and that means practicing and embrace and really repping the pitch Oof. like really getting that down because I haven't. I, I suspect that Harburg could do that. He seems to. He can throw the ball from a lot of different arm angles. I I don't see him having a big problem pitching it. But I mean, an option pitch to the left is different than to the right. right. Everyone, you know, if you're left-handed or right-handed, you know what your strength is there. It just takes reps, and this is the thing. I I've been calling for option football for 20 years, right? Yep. And I'm still not convinced. The reason I we did a thing saying embrace the option, I think, is what we titled this show tonight. Mm-hmm. The reason that we did that is because I'm still not convinced that we're going to fully embrace it. Yeah, no, and you can't just kind of run. Everybody option. wants to dabble in option. They you, just want it like a package. It's you just can't not. dabble in this. If this, but here's the thing: I don't think this is the offense of the future for Nebraska. I don't think this is what Coach Rule wants to do and Coach Satterfield wants to do in year two and three and four and five. Yeah. I think if if Harburg's our quarterback for the next three years, I think by year three, this isn't what we're doing with him. But right now, the mm-hmm. team that we have at this moment. This is what's working. Yeah. And if this is what's working, we need to embrace it, not just as a – screw the fan base for a second. It's not well, the fan base. It's not the, embra- the option. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll embrace it. I hope we do. Yeah. But the, the coaches and the, mm-hmm. and the play calling and the practicing of, like, this has to be – you've got to commit. Yeah. But I think if we commit to this with the team that we have, this is a problem to 
prepare for. Oh, yeah. Michigan, make no bones about it. It's not that they're nervous about playing Nebraska, or, you know, talent-wise or anything like that. I'm sure Michigan is more than confident, and they have every reason to be to come in Nebraska and think they're going to win here. But they are at the very least, they're concerned. They have to be concerned about preparing for this option. I mean, teams are concerned when they play Army and Navy and have to prepare yeah. for that, just because it's different, right? Yeah. They don't see it. We have good players. Mm-hmm. And we have an option that can be, this is more than just getting under center and doing a, you know, some kind of wing T. I mean, there's a lot of right. formations yep. under center, I formation mm-hmm. spread out. We had a, a shotgun with a pistol set that we were showing speed yep. options, a lead option. There's a lot to this. Mm-hmm. A lot of motion before the play. It's, it's a, it, it's a lot to prepare for. And the better we get at executing that stuff, the harder of a team we're going to be to deal with, especially when you got a complimentary defense. So, mm-hmm. you know, we grind this out. we, we hit them with some option, but yeah, if it's third and long and there's and and they're coming after us, you know, eventually we're gonna have to learn how to beat that stuff. Yep. And and I do think listen, Fedoni's coming around. You know, he had three touchdowns in three games. That's that's pretty damn good. If I would have told somebody at the beginning of the season, hey, by by game four, Fedoni will have three three touchdown receptions and be kind of a primary three, target. Three straight games that yeah. the last time a tight end's done. I mean, like, oh, that's great. He didn't get hurt. He's playing. He's contributing, and he is. Yeah. The last time a tight end in Nebraska had three straight games with three touch with a touchdown each was Mike McNeil. So it's been wow, a wow. You know, put that in perspective. Dion says, "I don't think the option is what the future will be here." I agree with that. He goes, "Danny Kalen isn't an option guy." No. Most of the quarterbacks you're going to be recruiting are not option they don't guys. Look, yeah. Yeah. So I, I still think that's one of the limitations of an option offense is the ability to recruit because right now everybody's running spread and open offenses and that stuff will get you to the pros being a, like a strict option quarterback. If you're going to go after like the top guys in the country, they're not going to want to do that. Yeah. I still think that's an issue. What I like about the position that we're in right now is this is a year one build. Yeah. And if there's ever a time where you can do something, that's just different. You know, that Matt rule is afforded that ability yeah. right now to say, Hey, this is what works right now with what we have. This gives us the best shot to do it, and to, to win, to move the ball. And I've seen enough in the last two games. Really, I even saw it in the first two games. I was saying it after the Minnesota game. Mm-hmm. We ran one or two options. And we were getting seven, eight yards on yep. it. Like it's, it's not hard to see that you've got – we talk about needing to embrace a two- and three-yard carry. The option's giving us five or six or seven yards, yeah. just about, right. you know, even a bad one. No, you know, even a poorly run one seems to be giving us five or six. So I think we can embrace that uh, for sure. I bet I bet I could get behind that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Fongway says, simply put, rule is running what he thinks will work with the town he has uh, to get the W's. I 100% agree there. Which is absolutely should be his job. Yep. Like, Patrick, that is, we all knew that the rebuild yeah. was going to take some time. And it is taking some time. But yet, the things that we talked about at the very beginning, Mac, that we are running the ball well, mm-hmm. better than we have the last couple of years. Yep. Uh, we're defending the run definitely as well as we have. Oh. Our receivers, downfield blocking. You mentioned it with uh, Fedoni. You know, f- hearing that we don't have breakaway, you know, talent guys, or, or we're missing a big play. There's, there's some truth there. We started getting some big plays last weekend, but right now, at the very least, I would say we have the ability to have a, a dynamic quarterback using his legs. Mm-hmm. Harvard. He's starting to show that. Grant. If he holds on to the football, yeah. didn't have any issues last He's week. Done for, you know, two, two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. Grant, we think we have a potential big time back with him. He almost had a thousand yards last year. Grant's a good back. Grant Kemp, after having zero catches in week one, is starting to yep. get his legs under him. Had mm-hmm. five catches last week. Had mm-hmm. a touchdown pass 
uh, two weeks ago and had a touchdown run yep. last week. Yep. And Fedoni is starting to come out and break out as the tight end. So yeah. straight touchdown. Making some, and already making some great catches. So that's a tight end. That's one right receiver. That's a running back. And that's a quarterback. By the way, also, it, for the people that are concerned about Harburg in the pass game, you know, Kemp, I think, has got to love what Harburg's doing. He's getting the ball to, to Kemp. Sure. I mean, Kemp, the last two weeks, has had double-digit catches, at least, in the last two games total combined. Oh, After oh, having okay. zero. Yeah, because yeah, he's, he's at 13 catches now in the season. But he had zero catches that first week. Yeah. I think Fedoni probably likes having Harburg out there right now. He had, you know, he's had three touchdown mm-hmm. passes from him. And so... There are there's you're seeing some development in four games. Yep. Again, this all falls back to playing Michigan this week. To me, is it we almost need to play it. I, we need to play a game. I said this last week, and we need to play a game like Michigan right now as a litmus test to see where are we at. Is this fool's gold? This rushing defense that we have. Mm-hmm. Does Michigan go out and run for 300 yards on us? Right. We'll, we'll find out, right? Uh, what uh, the question earlier? I think from uh, was it Dion about you know w- what's going to happen when Harvard pitches it. We're gonna find out. Yeah, I guess like, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I maybe some magic. You know, I, I literally, I, I'm, I'm at that point where I just, I want to see this. What I'm seeing with my eyes right now, physical team that that's running the ball and stopping the run. I want to see how that team looks against a really good competition. And it's mm-hmm. not gonna get any better than this weekend. And I love it. That's at home. I do too. And you know, a two thirty game. Let's let's make Memorial Stadium as hard as we can possibly make it for the opponent. As fans, and yes, and, and as a, for the team too, like those first drives, those first couple drives, don't do anything stupid to take the crowd out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, just the longer we can keep the crowd into the game by good football, the better the chances we have of winning because this that place is ready to just explode for something like this. Anthony here, I, w- I would think the D likes having Harburg out there too because it's giving them time to rest, yeah. not having turnovers. We had eight turnovers in the first two games, eight. And we only got two. So we were negative six in turnover margin the first two games. Mm-hmm. The last two games, we've had one combined turnover, and we've, and we've taken two. So we've been plus one. Look Guess what? We're 0-2 to start. Yep. We're 0-2, and we have eight turnovers. Mm-hmm. We're 2-0, we have one turnover. Yeah. So this weekend, a lot's going to be on those turnovers. I, I can't control, or we can't control, or are we going to get five yards on first down, or how every option is going to go. But can you hold on to the ball can you not throw that bad pick? Mm-hmm. Can you play? Can we make the game ugly if that's what it needs? We'll make it ugly and make it painful. Make sure you're hitting them. You know, like, yeah. I, and I don't feel like that's going to be a problem. Mm-mm. I think Michigan's going to be in for the one, one of the more physical games. I hope of their year. Like I think yeah. I really believe our defense is hitting hard, and I, you can see our wide receivers down there blocking. I've seen some nasty out of the offensive line, especially when we run blocking and when Harvard yeah. carries the ball, he delivers a hit. So does Grant. You know, leaving trips a good blocker. Like I like uh, Fedoni's out there hitting Borkature. They're all yeah. out there. I've seen instances on every level and damn near every guy of, out there playing really hard. And you know, to beat a team like Michigan, you got to go in with no fear. And and there is nothing to fear. Like on this team, like no one expects us to win. Yeah. Nobody. So <laughs> what's, the, what's the concern? Yeah, what is the fear right now that uh, that we might lose the game? Yeah. I mean, I guess go on social media, which Rule said today, which yeah. is his players wouldn't, and I don't blame <laughs> him. I, I would kind of tell him the same thing. But, yeah, go out on social media. No one's giving you a chance. I don't know that I want to play the Dion card here of, like, being disrespected because as a program, we've earned the disrespect no, right, that we're, we that we're getting. We, need to, yeah. we actually have to earn respect. We need to win a game like this as a program. But 
but you can almost play that card a little bit if you're a rule if you wanted to about like nobody thinks you're going to win yeah. this is you against the yeah blah 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 the world if you wanted to go down that route it, it can be a one-week thing but have you have look you, it, that's not going to help us anyways go out there play clean football yeah. hit hard make tackles don't do things you haven't been doing the first four weeks don't be jumping off sides all of a sudden right. when you haven't been right stupid know. stupid penalties late no don't you know don't let them get off the hook on a third down conversion where you do a DPI for no good reason, you know, or just, just silly shit. Just, I don't want any silly stuff to happen and, and affect the outcome of the game. I really just want to see our best punches mm-hmm. against their best punches and see where we stand. Mm-hmm. I have an idea, but it's like, I just want to see us play some good football. And we get so nitpicky so quickly, but when you look at some of these stats, the, the yards rushing the game, the rushing defense, the, the amount of sacks that we had, the, you know, just there's you know some of these young guys coming up and playing. There's a lot of good going on. There's a lot of progress going on, and we've played Michigan tough at home lots of times. You know, even in our some of our worst yeah. teams. So it's like, yeah, that, that team it's came, college football. That game came down to the end two years ago. That was a team that went to the college yeah. football playoff, and we were three and nine. Uh, so to go back to the beginning here. Uh, if you like this kind of content, Redcasters, like you know, hit the like button here, subscribe, leave a comment below. Uh, and while you're at it too, uh, up on the top here, we've kind of switched up our graphics and our our template. Yeah. So we've got our. We're also evolving. Yeah, we're evolving. We're getting better. We've got Memorial Stadium in the background here. There's a uh, we're part of Herd at Sports. There's Alumni Hall on top, and then Smack and Smooch up there permanently on top. Smack and Smooch, our uh, our e-store and uh, shirt designer. We've got the shirt here, the hats, all that good stuff. If you want to get something from the Redcast store, go up here. You can use the QR code at any time. And uh, get yourself some Redcast swag. We've got all kinds of stuff. Koozies, sweatshirts. It's amazing the stuff that Shane and Laura are putting out there. Check it out. Do they do like hoodies? I haven't really. Yeah, there's a, yeah, I think there's a hoodie hoodies. season. It is. It was, oh, it was a beautiful day out there today. Um, before, So I want to get into maybe uh, some more videos here, Mac, on defense. But before I do, I want to ask a question, and then we're going to circle back to okay. this. And I'm asking the question for all the people. We have got a great audience out there. Thank you to everyone that's following along. Yeah. I'm going to ask the question, start getting your answers in here, and we'll bring them up in a little bit. If you could name one, you got to keep it to one. Keep one key to the game, your key to the game. Put it into the comments here, and we'll get back to it after we do some of the videos. You think of yours too, Matt. We've shown two offensive plays so far, and we're kind of highlighting a little bit of Corcoran, I guess, in both of them. One in the run game where I thought he did a really good job, and then we highlighted his uh, struggles in the pass blocking game. Well, now on defense – uh, we've got two plays that we want to highlight. And first one here is uh, Newsom, oh, top, yeah. the cornerback on top. So here, I'm going to click that on loop again here. Just a great play by Newsom, Getting low on alignment, just sliding in there and making this tackle. And you wouldn't believe it because is that smoke? No, that's not smoke. No. no you know smoke kind of reminded me. I remember Jordan Stevenson. Oh yeah, the, remember how he had that little gut, but he was really quick. Was like, <laughs> that's what that's what smoke hair is like. But anyway, getting back to this, the aggressiveness of our defensive backs and the tackling on the hole. And I would have said this was probably the the week that we tackled the worst, and it still wasn't bad. No, I, not bad at all. But watch this guy come out there. We're in trouble. We're actually in trouble if he if he doesn't make this play. Yeah. So for the people listening tomorrow, they're in the shotgun. Uh, LaTeX is. And it's a little quick pitch from the quarterback to the running back to the left. They pull out a lineman. And basically, there's a lead lineman on Quentin mm-hmm. Newsom on our cornerback. And this is right in the section of the field where we sit. Yep. So it was happening right oh, in front nice. of us. And, I mean, 
it was that moment right when he pitched it. I'm like, oh, they've got numbers. Mm -hmm. They've got alignment up against our corner. And the play, the angle I had from the other side, seeing Quinton just go around the, the offensive lineman, get low, and make a tackle in the backfield. And I highlighted this on the defensive film session that mm -hmm. I did. There's a couple other plays. Omar Brown did something yes, similar. There's the play that the uh, had that, one. No, Hartzog did. Singleton came up on that one play from 15 yards in the backfield. To be a good run defense, it can't just be yeah. your front seven. It can't just be linebackers and D-line. Right. Well, it's got to be defensive backs making these kind of hits too. Quentin definitely saved the play, but I'll tell you what, he might have also saved this guy's life because if you see Singleton tracking <laughs> up on this play, he was getting ready to hunt, man. Watch him. He's just like, okay, because there's no, oh, there's no right. accounting for him. He was just getting ready to hit the X button. <laughs> so couldn't save that guy's life just then. But just a just a fantastic job. Heads up, got some forward momentum, slid down like he was sliding into home and got low enough to, to disrupt the block. You know, behind the line of scrimmage on a little swing pass. Shit that always used to happen to us when we played yeah. this. So it's nice to see our defensive backs being aggressive enough to get out there and Mm -hmm. and really make a difference. They, they had this pretty well blocked, like those guys coming out there. Yeah, th there was a, the other one that we saw with uh, Omar Brown. They had it blocked, yep. or they at least had the numbers to block it great, and yep. he went through two blockers and made a tackle. It, it reminds me a little bit of like Osborne's last game against Tennessee. Tennessee has has a momentum going against us early in the game, and it's a run off the left. Jamal Lewis gets around the left. They're, they're driving. They're going to score a touchdown. They're going to get – the early lead on us, yeah. and it's Ralph Brown coming off of a oh, block yeah. and just jumping into Jamal Lewis, causing the fumble. Mike Rucker lands oh, on man, it, right. and it's a it's <clears throat> the defensive back getting involved yep. in the run defense. Yeah, this is we've seen too many defensive backs in the past that you know not not just in Nebraska. I mean, in general, defensive backs that like to you know they, they like to play coverage, but they don't like to get involved, get their heads yeah. dirty. Receivers that like to make the big catch but don't like to block. Yeah. What we've been highlighting here about what I love about Nebraska from a culture i'll say it that yeah. a culture standpoint that rules building is that we're going to hit hard as receivers we're going to block and defensive backs you're going to be you're going to be getting off those blocks and you're going to be getting your head well, into these and plays. you can tell they've been doing it in practice because of how good the defensive backs look and how good the wide receivers look i mean this is good on good this is these are the results early like i can't overstate how happy i've been with the early season tackling of the of the whole team yep. all through every single level so and if you say, if your defensive backs are physical, especially your corners, that does send a message. It's like, oh shit, there's probably nobody out here that doesn't like to hit that. Yeah, you know, because every play we're gonna we're gonna hit your receivers. We're gonna hit. You're seeing guys. Your receivers are gonna hit your DBs. Javen Wright's out there making plays. I mean, we're just Michigan hasn't set the world on fire with their offense. Like, there's actually nothing really that scares me offensively about them. I think our defense will be just fine. It'll well, we'll get the keys again later. So well, yeah, and. I, I just think in general, the things that we've been doing up to this point translate well to yeah. about every point yeah. that we play, as long right. as we don't stop doing them, as right. long as our DBs don't stop being that aggressive, right? Like, I don't mean, you think, too, like we think that because of just previous staffs, like you can't count on this kind of thing lasting week yeah, after week. What's the thing that can be consistent? Yeah. When we beat Northwestern in 2021, the, the last win of that season, mm -hmm. and – we came back and we were like, oh my gosh, we were in diamond sets. There were four backs right. in the backfield. We were optioning to to receivers. Like this is this is the offense. This is what we're going to do. And then the next week you'd see us come out and throw it. Yep. You know, whatever. And it was just like you couldn't ever count on anything. Mm -hmm. This is why we the whole point of this show tonight being embrace the option is embrace this. Well, yeah. This has to be what we're going to be this year. We've got eight, eight more games guaranteed to us. Mm -hmm. This is what I think we can build off of. 
and and, and we got to keep building every iteration of the offense each week to me I've liked the game plan better. I've liked how we use our personnel better. Yeah. And I think we've looked more efficient. I just, every game, regardless of quarterback, yeah. I just like, I like how, I know there's a lot of, a lot of noise out there about Satterfield and thinking he's about hiring or anything like that. And I, I'm not, I'm not at final judgment with him. Or <laughs> yeah, we're like four that. games in. I, I don't know, but like, but I like how he's kind of starting to call games a little bit better, you know, running clock down when it's time to run clock down, yeah. getting the quarterback. We've said, get him on the outside and boot. Well, he does, but here's the thing. If you do that and they cover all three, you're going to have to throw that ball away. And we did, yeah. but at least it's like, okay, but you're using him the right way. We're not keeping yeah. him in the pocket. How, how about one of our issues that we had when we were at the Minnesota game where we were, we weren't breaking huddles until 10, yeah. eight, nine, 10. That, so went away quickly. that went away real fast. So there, there are issues that they had, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm not saying inherited issues. I mean that's a that's an issue they had in week one, and and they got it fixed right. by week right. two and three. Uh, you know we're not having those same kind of right. issues. I mean you gotta. This is going to be a progress thing, and you got to keep showing progress. Now speaking of progress, we talked about our rush defense, and we showed the defensive backs getting involved. Let's do it. The other part that I think has really helped our defense out in the rush game has been the D line, but specifically Nash and the play of him right on the center, right in the middle of this. He's playing at an all conference level. He is. And I showed this yesterday. You know, it's funny too. If he makes it at the beginning of the season, nobody said we had any all conference talent. Yeah. It's just, it's funny how a season works. Well, we want, we talk a lot about progress on this team, on this show. So here, I'm going to show some progress and this is going to be two videos of Nash. This first one here, he was circled and this is on the fourth and one that we held LaTeX and we get the ball back. So fourth and one, they don't move an inch, and it's almost like we get the ball turned over. Three guys. This video here, here he is circled. This is from a year ago. This is against Wisconsin. This is goal line. Watch Nash here, and he gets pushed back probably about three or four yards yep. right at the yep. right at the goal line. Okay, yep. same player. Mm-hmm. Same player, and I brought this up over the offseason. Same player. And yet, different strength and conditioning. Where now mm-hmm. they're talking, you know, they they've gotten guys a little more limber. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can get lower. When we talked to Rob Zaska a year or so back, he talked about how low man wins on offense mm-hmm. and defense on the lines. We're going to win in the lines. This is Nash not getting any movement. There's no movement on him against La Tech, and they don't get a, they don't get half a yard to get the first down. And it's clear as day that in this video here, this he's was- high. Yeah, he's higher. He, he came out high and stayed up and got pushed back. But on the video against La Tech, he goes low. It almost looks like he takes on center guard guard. Yeah. And they don't go anywhere. Yep. He just locks in. So and he has definitely changed his game. Huge improvement here. And I, I love it here is that, I, uh, you know, the way that we try to talk about but, things on our show, yeah. we try to focus on progress and where's development. And even if we're highlighting someone making a mistake earlier, we talked about Corcoran, mm-hmm. you know, making some mistakes in the pass blocking, but then we highlight him in the strength and yeah. in, in the run game. Yeah. There's things that he's doing. What I like about what we're doing here, like this play against Wisconsin, he he got pushed back a year ago. Yeah. But the you know it's not because he's weak. Nope. He's a he's as strong as anybody. He's probably yeah. stronger than the Wisconsin guy that was pushing him back. Like, but yeah, but technique so. and strength and conditioning and, and being mm-hmm. limber and getting low, all those things matter. And here is the improvement that we're seeing on this play and on many other plays in the last Boom. four games. Yeah. And uh, look at his helmet just stays there. Just stays. <laughs> and what I think is cool is today on 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 Twitter, his mom retweeted that. Oh, cool. the, the video that I, I posted there of, of the defense with Mama him. Mama Bear and Mama Bear posted that and said she loves it. it. You know, we're not picking on him saying look at how bad he was last year. It's like this is we're trying to identify 
tangible areas where things yeah. are getting better. Right. Things are improving. No, and, it's, 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 and, and that's an immediate, that's an immediate improvement from a year ago, right there. Yeah. Uh, on the nose. And then we're seeing it just in our run defense numbers, period, period. He's, he's done such a great job of that. And eventually they're going to start calling holding on the other teams against us because they're doing it a lot. Like he gets held a lot, but mm-hmm. uh, he's, you know, lines of scrimmages win games and he's been, a, he's done such a great job of that. I I, th- I still think Michigan's going to have problems with him. We'll find out. Everything's kind of a we'll find out situation. Mm-hmm. Patrick says to be a team like Michigan, you need to play with some anger. Never hurts. No. Anthony says Michigan better not get on the end to pray before the game or it'll be personal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I asked you guys and, and continue, by the way, everyone uh, watching along, continue to, to put in your, your one key to the game. But I asked you that beforehand, Mac. I'll get to yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joel says his key to the game is get two first downs minimum each possession. I think that's that's, that's a goal, a great goal right mm-hmm. there. And the way to get those first downs is on first down mm-hmm. get positive yards. Mm-hmm. So that means your best pass plays, your quickest pass plays. If you're going to sit in the pocket for yeah, ten throw seconds, throw those away. Yeah, and then a well, first down run. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I'd be fine with never. <laughs> Actually, we. Actually, our percentage is crazy. It's something like 85% of our first downs have been run. So okay. even for run the – and I'm still mad sometimes. I'm like, never <laughs> throw it. Never throw it. But if you're going to throw so it – predictable. But if you're going to throw it, you got to be quick with it. Yeah. I, I The video that we showed with, with Corcoran there getting beat, that's not to pick on him. It's to show that we don't have a lot of time in the pocket. <laughs> if you're going right. to be a pocket yeah. team, if you're going to be a pocket team, or if that's what we think we're going to do against Michigan, we're probably going to – find ourselves in a lot of tough situations. It's a terrible idea. And you're going to find yourself in a lot of second and 15s. Yeah. And and that's just, that's not the way to get into first, second and five. Right. Which now when you're in second and five, now maybe you have a little more run pass options mm-hmm. and things you can do. But also we want to establish that run game because we want to establish a play action yeah. game. That's how I think we're going to be best at, at getting the ball downfield is going to be well, through that and, play and, action anyways. And playing like that has nothing to do with talent. It just has to do with your focus and, and, and how tuned in you are to the game. I'm like, there's no reason not to play great football. Mm-hmm. That team might have better talent than you, but that doesn't shouldn't have any effect on, you know, if you know your assignments and if you hold on to the ball or any of that stuff. I mean, it's it's pretty simple to me, but I but we haven't seen it so long. But again, there's so much there's so much of a hangover from other staffs that you just don't know what you can trust yet. But when you go back and you illustrate, I'm like, no, that's progress. No, that's progress. That's progress. No, that's progress. That's progress. And they're progress in important areas. Mm-hmm. Um, well, right here, we, we talked about rush defense. Uh, Ted Hilker says, stopping Michigan's run, if they run at will on us, it's over. That's his well, key to the sure. game. That, well, that's his key, and yeah. that's a great key there. You, we said it about Colorado a couple weeks ago, For Mac. Sure, we yeah. said that we need to make them one-dimensional, mm-hmm. which seemed almost funny after they had beaten TCU and they were one-dimensional. They put up like you know 500 yards passing and ran for nothing, and we were like, but you still got to make them one-dimensional. Yeah. You still need to do it. A team like Michigan, it's even more important to try to take one of those things away because if they can run at will on us and they also throw the ball, uh, let's see, they're passing offense, Michigan, they've been throwing for 237 yards a game. Okay. Uh, our past defense, we've been giving up 251 yards a game. Mm-hmm. So that's not been our strength past defense-wise. No. We've played some teams that like I to throw Colorado the ball quite a bit. I hurt that a little. I, yeah, it's, it's kind but of – Minnesota, look, yeah, third, third down defense for us. Is a, is a legit issue yeah. right now. And we've got to find a way to get off the field. And it's been mostly in the past game. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have the exact stat in front of me, but I would venture to say third and longs being anything that are third and let's say eight or longer 
uh, and how many they've gotten on us, I would say 90% of those have come in the past game. I, I, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I can't think of a long run. <laughs> there might have been a quarterback scramble, I think, in the Minnesota game, and I think Shadur might. Uh, I can't remember for sure, but yeah. Um, any other keys of the game? Yeah, yeah. Fongway uh, says uh, key of the game. Everyone play with their hair on fire. I, I'll throw that in the same uh, category as Patrick to to be a team like Michigan. Yeah. You need to play with some anger. Anger, hair fire. on fire, anger. We'll take it. Um, Husker twenty four says his key is find a passing game. I don't know that that's my my key, but I will say that 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 doesn't hurt, mm-hmm. you know. And finding a passing game, I, I, I like the point actually, Husker twenty four. It's not, um, it's not that we have to find a deep ball or we have to find this one receiver. It's find what's going to work that day. Yeah. If it's For if sure, it's yeah. quick little rollouts, if it's slant passes, if it's some screen passes against yeah, a very aggressive defense for the for the running back, the running back that that worked a couple of times with Gabe and uh, and Anthony. You know, we did that against uh, Northern Illinois. We didn't really do that against uh, La Tech. So yep. more of that would be nice. Um, but, yeah, finding any kind, any kind of pass game, a consistent pass game, whether it be more tight ends, you know, whether – you know, Borkatra hasn't got anything recently, so we can mm-hmm. incorporate both of them. That would be fantastic. Do you have – I think one of my biggest fears right now is not – it's not the quarterback spot because between Sims and Harburg and what we're trying to run – I feel like we actually have a little bit of depth there. I think we have two guys that can run, and maybe even Purdy, but but definitely those two guys. I think they can run the style mm-hmm. of offense that I think we're going to probably have to run here these next eight games. At running back, I really do want to see more out of you know Emmett Johnson. Yeah, and we didn't see anything. We didn't see anything out of Quentin Ives. So no. so it, we know it can't just be Grant. No, and that is no, and it's, and I was hoping that we'd see a little more last week out of one of the other two just to. Just to give a little bit better feels going into this game, but I guess Grant's going to have to—he's going to have to put on his big boy pants well, this weekend. He, was, he he's should be to... well rested from the first two games, right. and, and you know, it, um, with quarterbacks taking a bunch of carries too, that's not putting a, a huge load on. I mean, 20, how many carries do you have? Twenty-five, somewhere in that range. I don't think he even had that. It was like it was in the twenties, though, low twenties. Yeah, and so I mean, he should be able to handle that. He really should be able to handle that. He's a—he's not a young buck. He's been in the power five for a while now. Um, but the backups are going to have to play a little bit. Quentin, or not Quentin Ives. Yeah, no, Emmett Johnson. Um, probably the first guy off the bench again. I don't know why I yeah. heard some talk about uh, Quentin playing, but we didn't see him. It's fine. It's whatever. Yeah, I know that a couple of the media guys said they've heard yeah. that Ives was doing really good things in practice, and I hope he is. Again, you know, we're going to need more than than just Grant here. Uh, Brewmaster Bill says, I think uh, Satterfield is just going with what the players are most comfortable with now. Give it a few games. I think we'll start seeing more guys getting involved in the passing game. There's certainly some mm-hmm. truth there. Look, Marcus Washington has been a very reliable receiver for us mm-hmm. in the first couple of those games. And then last week, yeah. misses a, a first down catch, mm-hmm. right? I don't, you're going to have limited opportunities, I think, in this offense to catch passes right now, unless yeah. you're Kemp. Kemp might get eight, yeah. nine passes thrown his way. The other guys, if you're Bullock, if you're if you're uh, Washington, you may not have a, all those options. You know, Malachi Coleman. Mm-hmm. I don't know that he's going to get a lot of balls thrown to him, but when you do get one, boy, and it hits yeah. your hands, yeah, go get it, go get it, yeah, bring yeah. it in because uh, that's going to give you a, a shot to get but, more. And of that's them. what it's going to take to like that's how you improve as a team. All your accessory players, your 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 non prime time guys, still make plays when their numbers called up and. And that's not unreasonable to ask. And these are, I mean, we're still talking about D1 athletes here. Mm-hmm. Like, if you get in the game and you're a little cold and they throw the ball to you, catch it. 
obviously catch it. You know, <laughs> like you've caught thousands of balls at this point. You can catch the ball. So mm. those kind of excuses, that kind of that kind of sloppy gameplay needs to go away. This oh, the sloppiness needs to to kind of drift away. But you do have to keep in mind too. It's only Henrik's second start. This will be his third. This will be his third ever. Yeah. So it's like we're kind of we're sort of hoping he's a little more advanced in his offensive, you know, game management and everything like that. That's probably a lot to ask, but um, but he has been improving. It, it, that's why I'd say keep things simple. Mm-hmm. Keep things as simple as you can. Uh, with you know a lot of the pre-snap stuff, I would keep it simple. I know you like to do a bunch of motion and all that stuff to really, uh, you know, uh, get the defense off balance, but as we saw in the first two games that tended to screw us up more often than not. It did, and, but it didn't seem to screw him up. It well, was, we it, haven't done as much of that yeah. under, under Harburg. I think it's yeah. been a, a more simplified package and lineup and we've gotten under center more. I and, do and think that's if, been real effective. If you were to bring Sims back now or when he gets back in, the game will be called differently than it was those first two games. And it'll probably suit him better as well. Mm-hmm. So that that's good. To, and man, I'm certainly not rooting against Sims ever contributing and playing again. I hope he comes in and he's lights out. That I don't really care who's who's playing yeah. quarterback. I like I like them both when they're winning. Yeah, again, uh, Brewmaster Bill Hill says if the over under on holding calls on Michigan is 0. .5, I'm hammering the under. Yeah. That's look, you're not wrong there, and we're gonna have to get fortuitous with some of those mm-hmm. calls too. Yeah, uh, and you got to create some of those calls. I mean, we you know, yeah. what our do you do? D line yeah. has done a good job of being stout against the run. Mm-hmm. If they're getting pushed back five yards next week, then you're not going to get a lot of holding calls at that nope. time, you know. So, nope. so uh, hopefully we can hold up well there. Hopefully we can. It, and that's why this is such an important game. This is going to tell us what we've seen with our eyes the last four weeks. Was mm-hmm. it fool's gold? Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I say fool's gold, was it fool's gold um, it, on a on a macro level? On a big level, are we not as good against the run or running the ball as we think we are? We'll find out against Michigan. Now we get through the Michigan week, win or lose, or whatever happens. Mm-hmm. What we've done the first four weeks will still probably work very well the last seven. Yeah. Those, I mean, let's be very clear with the opponents that we have the last seven weeks. This is going to be a sloppy mess for everybody, yeah. everyone, us included, and every team we yep. play. That Big Ten West is a mess of a mess. <clears throat> so, how we've played the last four games, we could continue having that level of success or, you know, mistakes the last seven weeks, and we can win or lose games. Mm-hmm. But Michigan, I think either validates what we've done, like, wow, we are really a good run-stopping defense. Right. Wow, we're really good, you know, we're really good with our receivers blocking. We're really mm-hmm. good at tackling with the DBs, all those things. Michigan's going to validate that, or we're going to walk away from that and go, ooh, <laughs> we're still doing the right things, yeah. but, but boy, we're not as far as we thought. Yeah, and, and if we're doing all the right things and they still kind of smoke us, I, I, we also need to understand, that's not then, the rest of the Big Ten. Either. No, no. Then That's, then, that's like one, you, there's Ohio, actually, Penn State looked pretty good. Too. Penn State looked good. Yeah, wow. darn good. But then you you lick your wounds away after the Michigan game. Mm-hmm. If it if it goes south on you, you lick your wounds and go. We're still doing the right things. Keep getting better, and we've got seven games, and we can we can find wins in these yeah. seven games in the race to six that I've been yeah, saying all still along. Get four more wins. I, Absolutely. Yeah, we're going. Right that here. that's that's the mentality. Well, let's finish with a different kind of uh, question here. And uh, and we'll be done, Mac. This is from Husker twenty four. He goes, "Do you think Tony White will still be here next year? Will he get a head coach opportunity somewhere?" There, I, yeah, I think they'll probably his name will come up. You can't you can't ignore that big of a turnaround on a defense from one year to the next. True, and, and um, 
Yeah, it'd probably be hard to ward him off. I, and, and I don't know his aspirations. He probably wants to be a head coach. He talks like a head coach. Sure. You know, when he's out there, he's 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 definitely trending up in his coaching career. It'd be to hang on to him. I think it's going to be a thing of, of what the opportunity is, right? Yep. Yep. I mean, look, he makes $1 million a year right now as a DC, and he has more than earned probably a rate. Well, it's you know, a, kind a, decent of a volatile rate. time to just jump ship. Well, Why it, not let the dust settle a little bit with these conferences? I think it's it's job. all about the job, right? I mean, yeah. look, if he gets an offer from some P5, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. If, if the offer is from Ball State and or, you know some school like that, mm-hmm. and Nebraska's sitting there going, well, we can, we're going to up your pay. I mean, Satterfield makes 1.4 as an offensive coordinator right now, at the very least, at the, at the very minimum. Uh, you know, there's there's room <laughs> for what Tony White has done to to financially make it worth his while stay here. But also on top of that, we always worry about guys leaving every every year. What if this player leaves? What if this guy leaves? Look, we I've said this so many times. Nebraska was number two in the country a couple of years ago in dead money uh, over a course of like ten or fifteen years, where we paid out the second most in the country, only behind Auburn at the time, uh, to coaches, assistant coaches, athletic directors, not to to, to no longer work here. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we've had so many people leave because of that. We would still have to pay them off. I'm just not going to focus or worry one bit about somebody leaving here because he's done such a good job that somebody else wants him. Like I will take that every day right now. Alabama lost coaches all the time, right? And and moved up the ranks because their coaches did so good where they were at, and they won football games and they left. Mm -hmm. I can promise you this: if we finish the season two and ten, you know, we don't win another game. Tony White's name probably isn't going to come up no. on a lot of lists. Yeah. So for Tony White's name to come up, come up on list, that tells me that something continued to go well over the course of the season. We didn't just start off well for four games. That defense kept improving yeah. and kept getting better against big-time opponents. Games like this weekend, my goodness, we go out and we beat Michigan because our defense holds them to 98 yards rushing. Yeah, that's going to get a lot of eyeballs on Tony White. But if that's the case, if that's what happens, if that's why Tony White goes because we, we just held – Michigan to 98 yards rushing and, and held him to 14 points and we beat him. I'll take that. That's pretty right. I'll I mean, that. so I, I'm not fearing success right now. If, yeah, if yeah. it's so good that guys <laughs> are leaving because they, they're they're They did such a good job mm-hmm. here. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it every day. So Mettinger here, man, I ran out Ryan, by the way, I saw him and I wasn't thinking I was walking with the, the Tyler Peterson and I were walking before a game and I just didn't, I didn't recognize him right away. Menger like, Hey, how you doing? And I, I ran up. I was like, how you doing? And, and I didn't think that my head was going in 10 different spots. And then I walked away. I go, Oh, that was Menger. So <laughs> Ryan, it was good seeing you there. Dick. He goes, what a dick. No, no, I wasn't trying to be a dick. Uh, he goes, are we a better team than we were two years ago versus Michigan? Are they a better team? That's a great question. That's absolutely. Yes, they are. They are absolutely a better team yeah. than they were two years ago. Yeah, I'd say yes. Um, that that was at the very beginning of them being a playoff mm-hmm. quality contender, and two years later they are they've found their rightful mm-hmm. place in that top five. So they are absolutely better. But yeah, you know I don't know that there's too many areas that I would take from that team two years ago. And I, think about that defense that we had two years ago. That was an experienced defense. Yeah. The JoJo Domans, Ben Stillies, and all that. <clears throat> I don't know. I take it. No, not too much of that, that over what we're doing was right not now. That good throughout. We had some. Jojo Doman was an eraser. Yeah, you know, he he, he made a lot of he made he made Shenander look a hell of a lot better that year than I think their defense actually was. So I do actually it's a good but, point. I think we are. I think we are better. They're better too, and they might be a lot lot better. But and and I think we could probably have disagreements with certain Redcasters and me on this. I like what we're doing offensively better. 
now we're running. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, we're getting under center. We're doing eye formation. I'm loving this. I've wanted this forever. Um, but I can easily understand there's somebody else could be out there going, are you kidding me? What we were doing with Martinez or the big play or, you know, some of the deep balls to Austin Allen or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there could be arguments made against it. I just like what we're doing right I now. I do too. Um, but we've got to keep doing it and we have to keep getting better at it. <clears throat> That's a, that'd be nice. <laughs> so, so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> there's a chance. There's always a chance on the Red Cats, dinger. <laughs> <laughs> And Brewmaster Bill, there's a number in my head that I'll grab a pair of tickets for Saturday if it gets there. Yeah. So that's the thing. Hey, fans are excited. And you should be excited. The number two team in the country is coming. we're four games in. We're still kind of excited about the season. We're 500. We're, we're trending in the right direction here. And in true Husker fandom, you see it on social media sometimes. Oh, you know, those two wins. Oh, it's La Tech. Oh, it's Northern yeah. Illinois. I've seen us lose Northern yeah. Illinois. I've seen us lose. The, I, my wife finally kind of destroyed her her bad streak where i would take her to one of the easy the easy games yeah, yeah. so i took her to mcneese state Increasingly hard to find over yeah i took her years. to mcneese state where we needed to have uh, uh oh, amir abdullah yeah. have that unbelievable play at the end of the uh -huh. game to beat a division you know fcs team <laughs> i took her to northern illinois in 2016 oh, took her to troy in 2018 oh, and last year took her to georgia southern and we were actually walking into the game and brewmaster bill and his wife are right behind us uh-huh and he texted me at half. He's like, maybe you should stop bringing Kathy to games. I'm like, no, no, it's not her fault. It's not our, you know, it's not Dave's fault when we lose way games. It's, it's, you know, the, the, the program's fault. Right. And by the end of the game, as, as we're going into the rain delay and we're up 28 to seven, I was uh -huh. like, okay, Kathy, it, that streak ended. Yeah. You know, we, we feel pretty good here. And did you stay for the rain delay? Yeah. Kathy wanted to stay. Did I, you really? She wanted to stay. And I was like, I'll, I'll do it. So we went back out there and, and, it was kind of fun. The The crowd got pretty loud. The people that were left mm -hmm. uh, got pretty loud when the team went back out there on the field. And, you know, one of those bizarre days that you can say you're at the stadium. That, that delay cost us points and gave them points. You're not going to tell me anything different. An hour is a long time. An hour is long enough to get sore, yeah. you know, after a workout. Like, you don't have That's to what I wonder with, with Harburg, where they talk yeah. about he didn't come back out. Like, it, even if it's. Yeah, I mean, things got too much. Sure, they, they're called bruises, you know. <laughs> I'm sure they were. I'm sure he was experiencing that. So mm. <clears throat> it's whatever. The final score doesn't really matter yeah. on, the, on that shit. I think to go back to Mettinger's question too, and I think Joel brings up a great play, a great point here. We were playing complimentary football two years ago. We weren't. I, I think that that's mm. a, a, a great point there, and we've got to continue to play that. And so if we're going to have success this week, it to me it's fairly clear. You've got to have success on first downs get into favorable second and third down mm -hmm. situations, not be in second, third and longs. If you are in second and third and longs, then Long be down. willing. Well, and be willing to eat the drive, meaning yeah. draws and simple plays and, and keep the clock going and then get your punter out there on the field and try to flip field with good punts. I, I do play. like that about Harburg's play style too. He doesn't seem to have that. Some guys almost seem to need to try to make the big play when yeah. everything's breaking down. He doesn't really get that flustered. He's like, ah, I guess this one's going to go in the dirt. Um, my key to the game, I guess bottom line, it's so cliche, but the turnover battle, we have to be up probably two. Probably two to really win the game. At, at the very least, I'll just say we got to be in, we have to be a net zero, net negative, you know, net positive at net least. Net positive to win. You know, for me to for us to say win, we 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 absolutely cannot be a negative in the turnover margin. No, and uh, no chance, no shot. I say no shot. If we yeah, if we're even down one, yeah, there's no. I, I I was I was trying to think of my other one. It's 
we cannot be a net negative in the, the turnovers and in special teams. We have got to, when there's points to be taken, meaning yeah. a field goal from 30 I'm, yards. I'm one missed field goal away from thinking different things. Potentially, does Bleak Road find his way back in the field goal game in maybe the shorter ones, 40 and in? Man, I don't know. I mean, he wasn't bad last year kicking field goals, the short ones, and Elvano has the bigger leg. I mean, look, this is the point. You've got to make some of these decisions here, and everything to me is a temporary week-by-week thing. Is, is somebody kicking better in practice? You still need to have competition. But that is surprising a few amount of field goal attempts to be this far in the season, though. Part, sure. of, the part of it is because we turned the ball over, and so we haven't got to that point. Yeah. Last week we would have had a short field goal, but yeah. we, we faked it and yeah. got the first down, right. which is a really cool play there. But, you know – you just you can't leave points out, out like that. No. If we're kick a thirty-five yard field goal this week, mm-hmm. you got to make it. in conference. There's no chance. You, you know, just got to make yeah, it. Yeah, you got you got to convert when yep. you're in the red zone. Ted says I agree on uh, on the option a thousand percent. I've been wanting it back for twenty years. Also, I could type for hours about it. Laugh out loud. And uh, Rob says hi. Oh, hi Rob. <laughs> so, hey Rob. Dynamite drop in there, buddy. Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Matt, this is fun. Had a good time. Had a great time. I had one quick uh, PSA. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly, this is for the fans that go to the game, and it seems like the student section in particular. So, when people do this, it's three out, right? Oh, it's a battle on camera, but three well, out, it's right? The, it's the and, and so that's what that means: three and out. So that means that the other team got the ball and didn't convert one single first down. <laughs> but the second they do. Doing this on every third down doesn't make any sense. <laughs> All right, throw the bones. That's fine. But you do this only if this is their first attempt at trying to get a first down on that drive. Once they get ones, like you don't do this anymore. And, and it looks stupid. As far as my memory goes. And that, I know you hate that, that thing. I don't anyway. like the whole three and out thing yeah. anyways because I think that was a Cosgrove thing. So I, I'm just a keep, you know, keep the fist there and do the. I have less of a problem with the use of it. I just, it's a, it's, you kind of know what you're doing, guys. I mean, that just seems like. <laughs> That's like when when Gabrielle Union went like this or something when she threw the bones like uh, threw them weird or whatever. Weird. Don't be weird, guys. Three and out. Regular third down conversion. <laughs> Anthony Hayek says thank you, Mac, for uh, for clarifying that. Um, <laughs> what that's what elders are supposed to do. Redcasters, thank you so much for following along here. This has been a lot of fun. Again, I'm going to put this up one more time. To if you like this kind of content, you like what we're doing. Hit the the thumbs up, man. Subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell people. Yeah. Tell the Husker fans about the Redcast. Leave a comment below. We want to see what your comments are as well. And as you can tell from this show tonight, one of the things we're doing, certainly with the match rule, but we're trying to do it with the other shows too, is that we want to interact as much as we can with, with you. And we love having you being a part of it. The more that you're a part of the show, I think the better the show is. Yeah, we'd rather have you guys kind of direct what we talk about anyway. It's a lot more fun for us and a little less structured. So the more interaction we get, the better. Yeah, it, it makes it actually, yeah, it totally makes our job easier. Yeah, it's just like whatever you have. guys want to talk about, let's talk about it. Because mm-hmm. I kind of view this as like a forum for all of us to kind of chat about what's pissing us off or not or <laughs> things that we like or how stupid Colorado fans are and how useless they are and how fun <laughs> it was to dump on them all weekend on Twitter. God dang, that was so – I'm sorry, Mom. That was, I said, gosh. Yeah. I, I I need to apologize. You got to stop saying that. She called me out this week about it. Oh, the and I don't even. Did you remember me saying it, man? Uh, I don't know. Sorry. I apologize. And and while we're at at the very end here too, again, check out uh, the QR code at the top here, the Redcast Store, Smack and Smooch, Shane and Laura out there in Elwood, Nebraska. 
find something out there for you. I mean, we've got great shirts and sweatshirts. Now we're getting into the fall season. It's cooling down, getting swag. We've got hats. We've got koozies. We've got all kinds of cool stuff. And I've started to see some red cast gear being worn at the stadium. That was really no cool. Saw a couple of people. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I mean, you take it's, your wife, I guess. Yeah. No. Was, so that's good. Yeah. Please continue to, to, to do that as well, though. So, anyways, <laughs> Joel says, haha, people did need an explanation. <laughs> Rob says, ring the bell. <laughs> and I've always got in with my mom. Marty says, uh, great show, guys. GBR. Hi, Marty. And there's no kissing emo- emoji there. Oh, I, I missed that. Mom, next week, come on. I need a kissing emoji. You know, she threw a football and a corn and a black heart. A black or black shirts? Black shirt must be. Yeah. So, and Anthony said, I just texted Mac uh, what's on my birthday list. So, smiley face there. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, Mac had a great time, yeah, as man. always. Yeah. Uh, nine o'clock on Monday during the season here. Expect nine o'clock uh, Central Time live shows. Yep. We're going to do Mac, the match rule. Every Monday and then tomorrow night, Tuesday nights at 8.30 p.m. That's when we do the full red cast uh, with Rob and and Dave and Boomer. And I think we're even going to try to get Redcast Talon involved a little bit now. He's doing our TikTok. Uh, he'll get involved, I think, some with the, the BetCast. And, Mac, you may even step on every once in a while with the with the RedCast. If we can get eight to ten people on a podcast, <laughs> I think that's <laughs> ideal. If there's any podcast yeah. that can do it, it's yeah. us. So <laughs> We're like the Slipknot of podcasts. we got so many members. <laughs> <laughs> all right well anyways uh thank you so much it was a lot of fun and until next time that's another Matt's rule <laughs> i didn't know we were gonna go for grid go for grid a herd at sports network production